0: Hey guys, this is all about the game with Satha. and today we have with us former professional tennis player turned tennis coach Tushar Manlekar. He had won several ITF titles in his juniors before pursuing his studies in tennis in America. He was part of one of the best college tennis teams in America that also ranked number 2 in its division. He later became a coach in none other than John McEnroe's Tennis Academy. He often interacted and played tennis with him. Let's hear about his experience and learnings. Let's go.
1: Hey, Tushar, how's it going?
2: Good, mate. Long time. How are you, buddy?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really long. I'm good. I'm good. How about you? What's been up?
2: I'm good, mate. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything is good at the moment.
1: You and Bilae right now?
2: I'm in Bilai. Yes, Uh, I came back from US in late 2018, early 2019, and yeah. Nice, nice. nice. At the moment, I'm in Bilai. Last
1: meet, I mean, uh, I guess 2012 or 2013, right? I I don't even remember. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah, I think 2012.
1: Yeah, you you went to the US from.
2: Yeah, I I went to US in
1: 2013. Uh huh. August. Which which uh, university did you get into?
2: Xavier University of Louisiana. Right, right,
1: right. right, so, right, right,
2: right. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. we, were, uh, we were not uh, NCAA, we were NAIA. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were number, one, number two in the country. So, yeah, we had a solid team there.
1: Crazy. So, what were you doing? Were you playing singles or doubles there or both?
2: I played both. So, I played uh, singles from uh, two, three, four, five, and then I played doubles one, two, or three. Crazy, crazy, you know. Depending, depending what uh, kind of which team we played. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So how was the experience
2: yeah. there? Uh, college experience was so much fun, bro. It was uh, it was so different from you know the regular tournament, like the tournament at which we played, like ITAs and right. then ITFs. Right. It's it's a completely different ball game. You know, it's it's a lot about uh, you know togetherness and all those things because. Mm-hmm. We have, uh, so we play three doubles and then we play six singles. Right. And each match is of one point. Wow. You know, so whoever gets five points wins the entire thing. Right. Whoever wins the match. Right. Yeah. So it's just not about just one person now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What I like about your American tennis is, like, you know, there's a lot of crowd support and... Uh, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. ...work involved, right? hmm Crazy. Yeah. So, um, talk to us, man, like the Indian circuit and uh, how was your journey there and then how you went about uh, going to the US and stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, so, I started playing tennis in Bilai. I was, I think, I was 9, 10. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I came to Chennai. Right. Uh, played tennis over there. Started playing ITAS um did well in juniors i think i was close to top 10 top 10 always right. And then i started winning some itf titles um played itf men's made some points there mm-hmm. and you know I um i don't know i mean i i, I come from a very humble family so I, and i thought uh um us would be a great option since i got education and uh you know uh to play extra four years of college at the same right. time and right. uh as that time, I heard that uh, uh, there are a lot of good players over there. It's mm-hmm. a good way to tran- you know, transit from juniors to the men's tennis. So, I-, I thought it was a great option there, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice. Yeah. Um, you won a few ITF doubles, I eh? remember. I guess... Yes, you- yes, yes. Uh, I don't know. Think- or both.
2: Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Sorry, say that again. I I won a couple of ITF titles, yes. Yeah,
1: Anwet and, uh, and with and Abdullah, I guess, right.
2: Uh, so I uh, I played with Karan Salwan at, at that time. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, he was the uh FENESA champion. Right. And uh, yeah, I think we just uh, played really good doubles together. We just understood each other really well. So there were three tournaments. There was a tournament in. Uh, bangladesh uh itf uh, g5 so yeah. we won that there was gohati g5 we won that there was delhi uh, grade four we won that wow so those three tournaments back to back we won all those three tournaments and then uh, we had another uh men's file i believe and uh, it, it was me and neeraj neeraj one, mm-hmm. again really good server mm-hmm. so um we made it in the finals and we lost to jason the prashant and uh, Mohamed Fariz, I think, we're just Prashant is top three in the world right now. I yeah. think I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, yeah, both of yeah, them are sort of.
1: really at the top. I mean, yeah, exactly, yeah, not anymore, but yeah, yeah, really good players. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly, yeah. So, tell us more about your experience in America like, um, how was it? The studies and tennis, or did you spend a lot of time on the court? It
2: was a bit of both, you know, mm-hmm. um. So, the teachers were quite lenient since we were in the tennis team. Right. So, I mean, we could skip a couple of classes, but we had to get the work done. Because, like, you know, if, if something is due on Sunday night, it is due on Sunday night. Mm-hmm.
1: Right.
2: So, I think the, the good, really good thing was if you do your work on time, if, you know, if you're up to date with all the classes, it's, you're good. Right. You know, but if you, if you leave anything behind, it just uh, cramps up to you and and then eventually you kind of fall behind so that was really good at the same time u.s college was amazing you know you get to play um matches every week once or twice Mm -hmm. and you travel to different cities uh and you get to be with such diverse players you know players to my in my team we had players from uh czech republic france uh benin which is in africa and then I was there, so yeah, it's such a diverse group of players, you know.
1: Definitely. And uh, did you like get to uh, yeah. hang around, like when you uh, went to these different cities, like you know, get to see the places around uh, the? Oh, we
2: did, we did, we did. Yeah. So, um, so if we, so generally in uh, uh, for the spring break matches, we we went to Miami and stuff. mm mm-hmm. So wow. we traveled there, but if we have three matches. We would stay there for four days. Um, we would we would be like full on ready for those three matches, and then maybe and for the last day we'd go out a little bit and then just see around everything. We, you know, we just didn't go there just because it was Miami or something, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a yeah,
1: lot of so uh, people are. I mean, the parents at least are like really worried about the party culture over there. So, what was your scene like?
2: Um. Uh, so. I think there are a lot of, you know, I mean, it just, once you go to a different place, you, you, you're you very overwhelmed, you know, you're like, okay, I have a lot of freedom and all those things, but uh, it's up to the kid, you know, just if if he if he is I know, prepared for it, if he's disciplined, he'll be fine, you know, right. and I, I think it's just up to you, mate, like, uh, partying is fine once in a while, but you don't just want to, you know, go there and just party all day, no, you know, it's, it's up to you. But I think, yeah, to be honest, there were some good parties there. Yeah, not going to lie. But yeah.
1: Great, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Should, um, you should know, embrace their culture as well. Right? So
2: For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I believe, I mean, you don't want to become an extremist in everything. Right. As long as you're doing your job, as long as you're you know, competitive on the court, as long as you're not hurting the game in tennis, Right. or physical, or anything else, it's Definitely. fine, you know? Definitely.
1: Definitely. Yeah. So, how did the four years of college go by? I mean, any changes hmm. that happened, or uh, was it the same, you know, training and traveling, and uh, anything different uh, that took place over the years? Um,
2: I think, so, uh, I, I really became mature over there, like, you know, because... <laughs> Um, over here I know I could blame a lot of things but when I went over there if I did not do the things on time if I did not do the you know if, if I did not win the matches right. there will be consequences you know so like mm-hmm. if I do not play well if I'm not uh, doing the right things on tennis court and right. it affects the, uh, the, my win, winning matches mm-hmm. the, co- the coach will cut my scholarship right Ooh. and then I have to find another school right so which would suck. And then if someone cuts my scholarship, the other coach would be like, okay, this scholarship has been cut. So there has to be some reason for that here. You know, because. same thing. If you do not, if uh, there has to be a certain GPA, you have to maintain. Right. So uh, you have to maintain 2.4 GPA out of, uh, out of four. Mm-hmm. If you do not maintain the GPA, you might have to sit, you, you will be red shirt next year. And, you know, you might have to sit out for the next season. And then, you know, again, why would the coach pay for your scholarship if you're not even going to play for the team, right?
0: Right, right, right.
2: So you have to do the job over there. And yeah, so I think that really, you know, it really made me a more disciplined person, I would say, That's on great. and off
1: the court. That's great, man. Um, yeah. I heard, I don't remember from whom. I mean, I, I, I left the circuit in 2015, but someone was telling me, you, you were coaching in between as well, right? I mean. Uh, during the, during your college as well?
2: Yeah, so I, uh, there was a uh, lot of camps around, there were uh, Nike tennis camps mm-hmm. that used to happen in New Orleans. Okay. Um, so after, after the Nationals finished, which happens in May, right. there was a bit of a break. So mm-hmm. I, I played, I played some tournaments, which were close by, right. or I, uh, or I taught tennis in that, that period, you know?
1: Right. So, how was yeah, it? how so, was it? Like,
2: yeah. um, how was your experience getting into coaching? How was my experience getting into coaching? Um, how was it was fine, I would say. Uh, as so now, uh, I, I, at least I believe I think I'm doing a really good job in uh, coaching now. Mm-hmm. But then it was it was uh, it was fine.
1: Up, you can say. Sorry. It was more of a side hustle back then, like it, it, you, were, you were.
2: Oh just... yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I I didn't get to uh, play. I mean, teach like high level kids. You know, it was it was kids who were like twelve, thirteen. Mm-hmm. So it it was just that. But uh, what I really like about U- U.S. Uh, tennis, you know, is they have a lot of um, the plus things. Like if you're on a tennis court, there'll always be gated, like like two huge, huge, you know what is it bottle not bottle the huge cans of of gatorade they'll always have bananas over there they'll always have lunch provided so you know which it's hard or or they'll always have a cafeteria close by you know so they have it was really good those things and yeah in the in in the summer over there i think uh, it was again i I was teaching 12 13 years 13 year old kids so it was fine it was fine yeah
1: right great yeah um right now would you how would you compare coaching to competing like uh, <laughs> i mean of course as tennis players competition is everything so when you make that yeah so how do you like do you still feel like competing oh yeah yeah
2: i i i think again both coaching and uh, com, uh, competing it's quite different but uh, i think if if my kid Uh, I've been training him and if he does well if he performs well if he's playing good tennis Mm -hmm. and is winning tournaments if I can if I can change the kids game and if he's doing well I think uh, I definitely get that same kind of feeling which uh, which uh, happened when I was winning those tournaments you know
0: right
2: yeah so uh, yeah so yeah I think that happiness kind of it's there it's there yeah of course of course so
1: yeah, after your four years, you started mm-hmm. working with JMac. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Tell us about yeah. that. Where was this? Was it in New York?
2: Yeah, I was in New. York. So what happened was, so after four years of my college, uh, you know, I thought I haven't been to many. Uh, I mean, I traveled a bit. I didn't travel much. So I was like, okay, I'll just get a summer job, you know, and then. And I'll I'll see from there. So I I got a summer job uh, uh, in uh, New Jersey, mm-hmm. which was with Code Sense, and uh, the owner of Code Sense, he's uh, he's in Noah like, Jockwood's team, like he. Uh, so I worked with him for a month. Okay. And then I was about to go back, but then uh, I met one of my friends in New uh, New York in one in one night, and he was like, Oh, do you? Uh, there's a place in uh, Hamptons. Right. So, Hampton is basically uh, close yeah. to New York. It's like the richest people really kind of, of yeah. New York.
1: Sorry? It's a really posh place, right? I guess. Exactly.
2: Uh, very, very, very posh place. So, it's, it's a Long Island. That's like the richest people of New York or all over the world. I guess they live over there right. in Long Island. They come there for summers. Right. And then I was like, sure, why not? So, I went over there uh for th- that summer, it was kind of just, you know, a uh, lot of rich clients mm-hmm. and a uh, lot of uh, summer activities, all those things. And after end of that uh, summer, I get, I get a call from uh, New York, they, uh, John McEnroe Academy, and they're like, oh, we love your job So the, uh, in, in Hamptons, because the, it was uh, a, a project, uh, it was their, what do you call it? their own academy in Hamptons right. it was the same so they, they gave me a call they're like oh we loved you in uh, Hamptons and would you like to come work for us in New York and I was like okay I'm getting the opportunity to work in New York um, why not mm-hmm. Great. And, uh, about John McEnroe so, whew, what an intense guy I mean really 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 passionate about tennis right. um, we, we often played uh, sets uh, every week Wow, he's still- and uh, yeah, he still plays really, really well. Uh, really passionate. Uh, still got the same anger. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah. So, but he's very passionate. So yeah, so really good there.
1: So, uh, what did he do over I mean, uh, is he the is he like the head coach over there, or what exactly is his role in that? Currently, no,
2: no, so um he just owns the academy he comes every now and then so he would come like once or twice maybe in a, in a week okay but patrick mckenro uh, his brother he was there often he um he was there most of the times right. yeah so they basically overlook it like they just see how things are going
1: mm-hmm.
2: and yeah that's yeah
1: that's great how many coaches do they have <sighs>
2: How many coaches? So they uh they had 20 coaches there. Wow. Coaches, I would say
1: at least at least 20. Wow, that's incredible. Incredible. Yeah. So how's the infrastructure and everything? Talk to us about that in your academy. Um
2: okay, we uh we had uh, 20 courts. we had a cafeteria we had a huge uh kind of football ground around mm-hmm. um, what, else? what else what else we had a huge gym um yeah it was it was huge mate. yeah it was it was also a practice courts for the u.s open mm-hmm. so whenever u.s open happened Right. All the players like Roger, Dominic Thiem, uh, Goffin. Everyone was there. Every single like I have literally met everyone. Isner was there. Serena Williams was there. Uh, Billie Jean King was there. Everyone was just there mate. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing,
0: man!
1: Yeah. Wow, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah. so, how's the coaching of the? I mean, uh, how do you? How was the structure and the program? Like, uh, do you? you Train twice a day and this fitness, or so how did you guys go about it?
2: Yeah, so I, I think the great thing was everything was like really, really structured, you know, mm-hmm. like they had the proper timings um, um, for fitness, they had the proper timings for the tennis. If you wanted more lessons, you could take more lessons. Right. Everything was very structured. Even, even the you know the lessons what you're giving out, there yeah. has to be a certain quality men you know there has to be a requirement mm-hmm. okay there was there were no phones allowed when you're coaching oh. um yeah a lot of lot of it was like proper very strict thing which is good you know there i think um, any, whatever you want to do you have need to have a little bit of
1: structure but right. when you're doing it right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that was that that's great that's great and uh, i'm sure yeah. uh, John McEnroe must have, uh, you know, he must be, you know, monitoring the quality and everything, right?
2: Oh, for sure. Yes, Indeed. yes, yes. Yeah.
1: So, what what did you learn from him?
2: What I learn from him, I think. Again, the I I like you guys know he's obviously a very you know um very aggressive person, very you know outspoken, all those things, but you know after every time he does it he always get back on the point he, it, it always motivates him you know mm-hmm. so whatever you do as soon like as long as it motivates you it's good you know right like like he i mean he often broke rackets he yelled all those things but like when i was playing him he often he often like screamed he threw the rackets but the next point it was he was ready you know right so I think as long as you're ready for the things, as long as you're prepared, it's, it's good.
0: Yeah? It's
1: really interesting to yeah, me. But... I mean, 99% of us, when we lose our temper, the games.
0: Hey guys, this podcast is powered by MySport. MySport is a platform that gives athletes and their parents personalized access to the best international sports experts from all over the world for mentoring and training. These experts include sports coaches, psychologists, fitness trainers, nutritionists, and more. You will be able to connect via audio call, video call, or in person if you're in the same city. Log on to www.miesport.net to know more. Further details on the show notes. Over. Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. Challenge, uh, you know, channel his anger into the next point. Basically. Exactly. Crazy.
2: True. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Great. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I, that's what, that's what I uh, uh, tell my students too. You know, if, if you want to, I mean, I obviously don't want you to throw rackets. I don't want you to break rackets because it's expensive. But, um, you know, if, if you're getting mad, it's fine. But as long as it's going in a positive way. Right, But if it's, you know, it's going in a negative way and you're going down, you get mad, you're losing points. Why do you want to get mad then? Right,
1: of course.
2: Right, so yeah.
1: So, um, what are the important qualities to be a good coach?
2: Um, what are the important, okay. I think you have to know what you're doing, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, I, I, would, I would say system. your coaching so what i do is whenever i make lessons i prepare myself you know i always go with what are we going to do today why are we doing it and how will we do it right Right? so um maybe we can be working on the forehand okay Mm -hmm. why are we working on the forehand because 70 or 80 percent of the winners are hit from the forehand right right and how will we do it Maybe just getting a bit more inside the court because as you move inside the court, you open up more angles and it automatically increase the pace because the further away you're from the net, the harder it's going to be for you to have the pace on the shots. So it is very important that you know uh, that you're working on like how, uh, what and why. Definitely. What, why and how, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so... How do you balance, you know, giving the players what they want, uh, they want to work on, and what you feel is important
0: uh, to work on? Like,
1: is it like, do they always, you know, get some amount of time every day to work on something that they feel like they should work on, or uh, how do you balance it?
2: So uh, that's why they have groups, you know. If uh, mm-hmm. in general. People would be under some group. They might be in a advanced group. They might be in high performance group. They might be in uh, 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 elite group. Right. Right. So in general, they would be uh, playing under some phase. They would be uh, they would be doing something right, something wrong, and in that they will be uh, they will be uh, under that group. And if they need more in depth coaching, if something is going horribly wrong, like the like the grip of the racket. Right. or maybe just mentally that's you that's why you have the private lessons you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: right. but in in general like you got to play with the numbers you know in right. general if you can make the first four sh- most the first two shots from your side the right. point is over like it's a crazy fact but uh, 70 to 60% of the times i serve the ball i get the plus one and the point is over right. 70% of the time right.
1: Definitely. You know, so, yeah. So,
2: it just happened to know those things, I guess.
1: Right. Of course. Yeah. So, tell us uh, a bit more about the U.S. Like, why and how does... I mean, of course, U.S., uh, I mean, they have this sporting culture. But, you know, what is it about them that they're so successful in the Olympics and all different sports and as compared to India?
2: Yeah. Um... Um, I believe they have the system, you know, like, like in India, as you're growing up. Right. uh, At some point of the time, you have to choose a side. You know, it either becomes, okay, I want to do studies or either uh, choose, I want to play. Mm -hmm. What happens in US is, as you're growing up, you have the option. As uh, if you're in the team, uh, as soon as you, if you're in the school team, as soon as you finish your school, you will have the time to play tennis right. it is provided by the school right. right if you finish if you finish high school you can if you are doing well you can have the scholarship in the colleges mm-hmm. right you know? uh, same thing i think like lebron he was uh, he was doing really well in his school time mm-hmm. you know before even signing, like and then right after his school they uh, they signed him in nba so they have the really good culture where you know so if you're, if you're good, you're automatically, you can just choose the path. Where else over here, you just have to, you know, put everything in, in one line over here, kind of. Right, right. You yeah. know, like, I'm sure, like, a lot of parents would have said, okay, uh, it's 10th, you just have to study for the entire time. And then, you know, people just kind of drift apart over there. Of
1: course. So, yeah, that's what happens, man. Like, you know, you'll be playing well, and then suddenly you've got to stop for your 10th boards for, exactly. you know, preparing exactly. for three months four months. Then. The same thing happens to yeah. your twelve boards and finals everywhere.
0: Exactly, exactly. That's, that's Yeah,
1: imagine, imagine if, if it's just there in your school, you know?
0: Yeah. If it's
2: there in everyone's school, they can just play after after they finish school and you don't even have to miss any classes. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: So uh, yeah, I think
2: that's yeah.
1: Gone. Mm-hmm uh go on go on go on
2: yeah
1: uh i feel that in america anyone who's you know just a little disciplined and you know knows what they want to do everything you know the environment and everything is set up for them to be able to succeed true true very true yes and you have nothing to worry about you just have to focus and of course Exactly, exactly you know there's like millions of americans who don't do that and that's why they're you know, nowhere in life. But yeah, those yeah. who actually, you know, yeah. over here, it's like even if you're really hard working even if you know you're really disciplined, there's yeah. still a, yeah. you know this a really high percentage uh, uh, of a chance that you may not make it in anything that you do. Like right. you may not even be, uh, be at the top in tennis. So that's that's really hard. Yeah. But that uh, yeah. So no, uh, we have to work towards that together, basically yeah for sure for sure yeah so uh, how different is the tennis culture in america as compared to india like talk, uh, like the parents and basically just in general the tennis culture
2: um the tennis culture there mm-hmm. i think you know it's it again goes back to the thing i was saying it's very systematic so you know they just have more chances of succeeding whereas over here because over so i was just uh uh reading about something and then they said if if they are from age 18 to 24 they get eighty thousand dollars every every year for them to compete in the higher level you know as you're transitioning you'll have to play more tournaments you'll have to uh, have more coaches all yeah. those things whereas in india you know we you just have to it's it's hard for, you know, to just play tennis. It's just, I don't know. But that, I think those things really give them a better edge. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that's why they have more players over there. Definitely, definitely. And, um,
1: yeah. So, do so, you think India is um, coming up big time in tennis? Do you think there's huge future? I
2: think in general, I think in, not, in, not just in tennis, but in general um india is doing really well in the sports uh we are you know we have so many leagues now we have uh, kabaddi league we have uh, know, badminton league we have ips right, it's right. just coming up so many things and as these things happen i think the game you know people would want to pick up the sports now right. because now there are more jobs available after, right. after they finish playing and uh, i i think i mean it's a long way out but Obviously, we can uh, definitely take some things from u s and other colleges what they do over there, you know of course, of course so yeah i I think the we just have to get the base strong, and as it happens, it just, just get better but uh, already we have uh, Sumit nagal uh Makhund, mm-hmm. we have so uh, Nikki's doing well yeah, uh I- Jiwen, all the things they're already doing so well, you know, so obviously we're doing well but and it can just get better from me, I guess. Of course, of course.
1: So yeah, let's leave it at that and uh, you know, leave it on a positive note. So thanks to Shah. Yeah. Has been an honor. Thank no problem, you for mate. your experience. I know, no problem, It's really nice talking to you. Yeah. When are you planning to come down to Pune? Um
2: <laughs> let's let's plan something. I, I think probably end of the year maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Hopefully. Right. hopefully.
2: Everything is settled uh, down by then. And, yeah. yeah. So, hopefully by then.
1: Yeah, yeah, we can get in a game. We can uh, teach. You can probably set up a camp over here, you know, and uh, get some of our uh, Pune players to, you know, get your guidance and, you know, experience. For sure. For sure, that would be great. Yeah. So, um, Tushar, you have started your own academy in Bilai. Yes. Talk to us about that.
2: All right. Um, so I teach in in Bhilai Club, mm-hmm. and I have a couple of players who are top hundred in, in under eighteens. I just started. It's been it's been January this January, mm-hmm. you know. And have a, have six kids as of now, everyone age about seventeen. Right. Yeah, and, and we're working on things. We're uh, uh we were, uh, I think the kids were really doing well uh, and we were looking to play the i t f tournament but then uh, sadly we, uh, we had to face the corona because so everything has been shut down right,
1: right. so
2: yeah, I've been teaching over there, and yeah we 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 do four hours of tennis and we do an hour of fitness
1: right.
2: Great. and uh, in, the, in after after every week, I think it's really important for. For the kids to play matches. So, you know, so they kind of have practice for the matches. Right. So every end of the week, we play a weekly match.
1: Crazy. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Great. So, where can people find you? Like, they want to get in touch, you know, uh, get, you know, yeah. on your academy or just, you know, get advice or anything of that sort. Do you have your Instagram and your LinkedIn or anything of that yeah sort?
2: Yeah. So, my name is Tushar you can, uh, I believe that's how you can find me on LinkedIn. In right. uh, Instagram, uh, I've recently changed it. It's, it's coach underscore Tushar. Simple.
1: Great. So, we'll have it uh, yeah. on the show notes. Um, so, we'll have Tushar's email, his LinkedIn and his Instagram. So, anyone who wants to get in touch, please do. And uh, I'm sure he'll yeah. be of uh, great help to you. And uh, Tushar, it's great that you've come back to India and tried to make a change, man. That's amazing. All the best. Thanks, mate. Thanks a lot. Great. Take care.
2: Thanks, mate. Thanks for inviting me, brother.
1: Yeah. See you. Bye.